The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Come on! Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. I knew a stripper. I grew up with her. Her name was Cricket. Like, oh. she was born Cricket. Was her stripper name Cricket, or did she change it up to... Did she rub her legs together <laughs> while, uh, while stripping? Yeah. When she's upside down, that was her move. Screech, 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 screech. <laughs> she decided to be incognito and go by Cicada. Yes. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. If I'm ever on a I'm getting my ass kicked by another dude. I want my wife to come in. Yeah. <laughs> WWE style. See, that's... Get the chair. <laughs> You're not helping your man out? Dude, but I'm trash. Your women are classy. <laughs> so we're at this party. I'm getting my ass kicked. And I'm like, babe, call Audrey. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, Dave, Dave at Mahoney. There's a few things that I fantasize about. Getting into a fight at a gas station, hosing somebody down with gasoline, setting them on fire. Are you doing the the, the flick of the cigarette over the shoulder and then <laughs> cigar? Uh-huh. What but is these are somebody John Wick? A, more like John Thick. Yeah. <laughs> that is son of a bitch. That is real accurate. Hey, we're not done. <laughs> All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, so I don't want to just say that this guy is an annoying person in general, but he seems kind of annoying. So he's a, he's a runner, and that's not the only thing that makes him annoying. Uh, in the UK, he, he was out training for a marathon, I guess, and the police stopped him. And you're like, why would the cops stop some guy who's just out training for a marathon running? Uh, it's because of what he was doing. His name is Daniel Fairbrother. Uh, he explained to officers that he was just training for the London Marathon, and although it looked like he was doing something that he shouldn't, uh, in fact, he was just getting ready for the race. Uh-huh. And you're like, what on earth could this guy possibly be doing? Uh, here's what makes him annoying. He was training for his race by running with a refrigerator strapped to his back. And somebody called the police on him? Yeah, somebody's like, hey, I think there's a guy stealing a fridge. <laughs> I mean, I, I would think the was, same thing. But if somebody's out running with the fridge on their back, why are you going to rat him out? Like, let that man get away with that refrigerator. If he if he's strong enough Facts. to steal a refrigerator on his back, that's impressive. He get that's his refrigerator now. Look, I've seen some of those videos, you know, where there's somebody that is stealing like a couch or whatever, and they're riding a bike with it. Yeah, and you're like, you know what? You've you've earned your freedom. Like, if you, you can go, balance a cat whole ass couch on a bike. That's impressive. Bravo. But. Let's take it back to the original point here. This guy's annoying, right? What do you mean you're going to go out training with a fridge on your back? First off, not practical at all. Secondly, are you that thirsty for attention? Yes. Oh, you think it's attention seeking? Oh, everybody for who sure. runs a marathon is a attention seeker, Dave. What? what What else do you do in life where after you do it, you put a sticker on your car that says 26.2? It's an accomplishment. I mean, is it? We have we have automobiles. I can't even run a th- I cannot even run a mile you right don't now have without to. getting winded. You don't have to. Without getting winded, you're not supposed to be able to run it without getting winded. You're running. Some people can run a mile easy. Marathon runners can run a mile easy. I'm just saying, is it really that much of an accomplishment where you need You're right, Mahoney. They're all extra are You're they? just looking Every for attention. This them. is us out of shape. Yes. Shaming in shape people. You know what? I could drive gotcha. a marathon yes. much quicker than you can run. Bam. I always do have some some level of respect for the people that are like the serious marathon runners, but even they 
got tired of it and will like cheat. They'll like hop on a moped with somebody for a couple <laughs> of miles. You're like, all right, I can respect that. Is that uh, real? Some uh, some good news today as well. I'm glad that this was just a typo, a Pizza Hut in Ontario. I don't know if you've seen this going on online. It's got a significant amount of attention the last couple of days because of a unfortunate typo. I guess they 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 had a sign out front and they wanted to inform customers that they had to close their dining room because there was some work that was being done on it and I don't know if it was a leak or something sure. but it was it was unforeseen uh, circumstances that led to the dining room being closed mm-hmm. but that's not what the sign said what did it say it said unforeseen circumstances <laughs> I mean, I hate it when you, uh, you're you just trying to go to a Denny's and then you get uh, uh, an unforeseen circumcision. Nobody likes a surprise circumcision. Maybe Audrey does. I don't know. She, she got real quiet there. I just don't even know how to wear it. What? The image went viral and, uh, and people were sharing it all over the places. So the pizza manager responded with humor, uh, posting a new sign for a $5 pizza deal and stating that in light of recent circumstances, no tip is required, which is pretty solid. funny. That's, uh, yeah. No solid. tip required. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So this is one of the craziest stories that we've heard in a long time. This whole thing with these three guys that passed away after watching the Kansas City Chiefs. They were all over at their buddy's house. After that Buffalo game when there was a, a, a ridiculous, it was ridiculously cold. Freezing there was a ton cold. of snow. Yep. Yeah, it was, it was wild. So this guy, his name is Jordan Willis. He hosted the Kansas City Chiefs watch party, ended in three deaths. Um, he said that he was inside sleeping on the couch for two days. Like, how do three guys get stuck outside and freeze to death? Like, there was clearly something going on here that wasn't adding up, right? right. Because even if it was getting cold and they couldn't get back into the house, One just guy, go to the maybe, but three people. Somebody had to, to have death. had a phone on them. Like, what do you mean they were just outside and froze to death while their friend was inside? How did the door get locked? Like, there's just so many questions. Uh-huh. And the family, obviously, of the three people that passed away, uh, their families are real curious as to how this all happened. And so there's video footage that was released when the cops first showed up at the scene. It looked like they handcuffed the guy whose house it was and then ended up letting him go. Now he, I guess, is checking himself into rehab, which would obviously indicate that there's some sort of drug habit that's a problem. And did that actually lead to the deaths of these three individuals? Well, he checked himself into a rehab. Right, which is weird because initially it was like, no, there was no drugs involved. I was just sleeping on the couch. Which does that not feel suspect to anyone else yes. in the room? Like, of you're, well, the fact that he checked himself into rehab. Like, I mean, like, if you really do have a problem, obviously you probably do, but it feels very convenient that you're doing this almost to build maybe an alibi sort of situation or kind of like make it to where you have a defense. It just feels, it, it, the whole thing feels sketchy. How do you fall asleep, like you said, Dave, on the couch for two days? One of the guys uh, who passed away had an active pharmacist license, allowing him to work as a pharmacy tech. So maybe that could be another clue as well if you have access to all kinds Uh. of drugs. Uh, But the guy who was asleep on the couch, I guess he had a previous arrest back in 2011 for uh, Schedule 2 controlled substance in Colorado. The investigation is still going on. But again, all of this just doesn't add up. Why people are being dodgy about this. I mean, even if it was a situation where, like, these three guys all took drugs and then died, like, you'd think you'd just want to come out and say that. Yeah, we accidentally took 
Coke that was laced with fentanyl. Accidental overdoses happen all of the time. Sure. And so the fact that there's all of this, oh, yeah, no, there's nothing, there's no foul play here. It's just a really unfortunate coincidence that three That's not how coincidences work. Yeah, so strange story. It's still developing, but now we know that the that the guy who's asleep on the couch, not mysteriously at all, for two days uh, is checking himself into rehab. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Even Mahoney. I don't know what this is all about. You just told me to call your dummy. There's nothing you can say they haven't heard before. Leave us a message by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. Please leave a message after the tone. Mahoney, I heard the story about the guy who accidentally ordered 200 chicken nuggets, and I got to ask, do you think you could put down a couple of hundred nuggets in one sitting? Message deleted. I could easily do a hundred I don't think I could get to 200. You could easily do 100 nuggets? Yeah. I feel like my milestone would be 50. Do you think you would start getting pains around then, or you would get, like, I'd full, be full at 100? But I would be able to do it, like, standing on my head. 100? Yeah. What does a what does a nugget weigh? And, and multiply that by, I mean, not much, right, but 100 nuggets? Like, how many pounds of chicken are you consuming? Well, the real question here is, well, uh, yes, poundage, we need to know. But, Mahoney, you just go one bite on a chicken nugget, right? You don't del- delicately eat it like half and half. No, I, I'm a two-biter. Two, two You're a two-biter. I'm a two-biter. I like, really? That's I like shocking. To, I don't I like, like to get double... Sauce. The sauce. But if you're eating 200 nuggets or 100 nuggets in your case before getting I'm your belly sauce. you still sauce I'm it still, up. You got to sauce it up. They're saying that each chicken nugget has 59 calories. That's not sauce. Would you go sauce or non-sauce? Did you say the answer to that? So there's 480 calories in a 10-piece, so multiply that by... So if we have 59 per nugget, that'd be 5,900 calories. Oh, but, that's but, only but, five, but this is rude. That's, that's what are we five, calling calories? That's only 5,000 calories. That's nothing. That's 6,000 calories. I yeah, and that's cannot pre-sauce. stand calorie counters. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing here? This is the most rude thing. We're talking about eating 200 chicken nuggets. Obviously, there is going to be calories I, involved. The way I would approach <laughs> this, though, is that I would not order 100 chicken nuggets. I would oh, I, I would almost do it in, in store where I would go at 10 nuggets a order. And I would like, so they're constantly hot because you don't want to eat chicken nuggets, you know, when you're in the 90s. That have been there for like Luke 30, 40 minutes. Yeah, you wouldn't want to do that. So I would I would order them in 10, uh, in 10 piece increments. Why do I feel like this isn't the first time that you've strategized about this? I mean, I've eaten probably 50 nuggets, legit. Like, I think I have. You used to have the 50 nugget pack. Yeah, I think I Like I, a party I, pack. Yeah, yeah, I ate like that whole thing once. That's fair and valid. I had a whole party pack of like 10 Jack, or not Jack in a Box, 10 Taco Bell tacos when they used to have that little container, that little briefcase full of tacos. A briefcase full. I like that Mahoney has just casually consumed like 3,000 calories worth of chicken nuggets in a single sitting. And he's pretty sure that he didn't. As if that wouldn't be like a monumental thing for anyone else. Mahoney's just like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I did that. I mean, once. I did 20,000 calories in four hours once. Yeah, and it wasn't. It, it was the last five thousand calories that was the hardest. Yeah, didn't you go into a coma for like two I days? I did, but yeah. I think that was because of the sugar content. <laughs> I wouldn't go near. I wouldn't load up with the sugar content because I drank two two liters of Mountain Dew. At a boy, and that, two, two two liters of the him. county cup. I, I think don't man. encourage him. Like, I, you stop that. <laughs> and I Let's run why. it back. <laughs> Let's just run it back. I mean, what do we got to lose? No, I mean, you know, I did our not. Health. I did not move. This was when I was 
prop. What was that? 2008, 2007. So like 26 or so, 26 years old. You're and saying your body could handle it then and maybe not so much now? I don't think I could handle two two liters of Mountain Dew right now. The, the, that amount of sugar would put me into a diabetic coma. So 16 years ago <laughs> is whenever you decided to do this ish. Yep. And um, maybe we should do it like as a 20th anniversary because we just hit the 15 yeah. year, you know, milestone. We can't do we that. Are, we already missed that. Yeah. So maybe like 20 year anniversary and Run uh, it back. 200 nuggets. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Let's go Think on. about how good it would be for me and Audrey if you died of a heart attack live on air. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone would know about this. I show. would freak out. Are you kidding me? If he, uh, like, in, with joy? Do you think I handle <laughs> panic situations? You, you'd get a raise. Yeah, though. for sure. Mahoney. What? You forget. I know I look like a man, but I am still a woman. They will never give me more money. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Please leave a message after the show. What are you talking about? If I was in Audrey's position about accidentally getting a PS5 and the person you gave it back to deleted the message of the box that was in her locker, I would be pissed off that I couldn't get what I ordered. And I'd be like, hey, could I have that PS5 back? And then I'd be like, you're not getting this because I can't get my box that you conveniently deleted the message that you left in your locker. Love the show, guys. Bye. Message the comedy deleted. behind this, too, is that you're 100% right because I was so mad thinking that she stole my cat condo, the Did little she? cat we, tower that I bought. Do we have an update on that? Do you know? I bought it. Or no, I bought it. I, I ended up getting it. I had to go through the whole like rigmarole through my leasing office or whatever. But, but she didn't steal it. She cat. didn't steal okay. it. She was just an idiot. Like okay. like she just like an actual idiot. But yeah, no, I was like this this woman stole my cat condo. Meanwhile, I have her PS five five hundred dollar like piece of equipment in my hands. Uh, yeah, I should have just stole it. Life but, lesson learned here, Audrey. Stop I don't get cataloged honest. with all the other life lessons I'll forget, <laughs> unfortunately. But I'll try and remember this one. It's important. Steal. 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 If they won't give you more money. Steal. Steal. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Some woman got scammed out of over $200,000 oh. in a Bitcoin scam. That breaks my heart. Isn't it so sad? $200,000. I mean, was this, an old, was, this like, was this a young woman or an old? Because she's older. Because I was going to say, if it's a young person, that's, on, that's on you. But if it's like somebody who's, you know, older, yeah, she, I don't like she, that. she's older. We don't know exactly how old because she was basically anonymous in this article. Mm-hmm. Uh, just went by the name Sue, but fell victim to a cryptocurrency scam. There's no Gen Zers named Sue. No, no. A uh, scammer convinced her to withdraw $14,500 and deposit it into a Bitcoin ATM to secure the funds that they were promising her. Ugh, see. Uh- that's where I feel like we need to have some sort of like awareness. And to be honest, I know you said you don't like it, Mahoney, but I mean, who in and in any type of banking situation, how would you never be able to access your money? You have to be able to access your money. I feel like that is red flag number one. You don't go to a bank it's, and have somebody be like, yeah, there's just this mystery account I need you to put it in. And yeah, like, sorry, like, I'll handle it for you. That doesn't he, exist. Here's the thing. I mean, we all say that that will never happen to us in a million years. Well, I mean, but we, then you think about like how good certain con men are, which again, confidence men, them talking to people who maybe, you know, uh, have some diminished capacity or they're just extremely lonely and they fall into this trap. It's, I, I could, you know, I, I see it happening. You know, I mean, I, I would like to say it, it, it's never going to happen to me, but I don't know. I feel like I would want. The website. I would want account information. I would want login information. There, I, I feel like maybe 
I'm just very paranoid about my money in general. I'm watching it and looking at it every single second of every single day. Like I feel like I would not be in this position to where I would not be asking some sort of questions before handing over $200,000 I mean, into the dark web. When you're talking about that much money, of course, you'd think you'd ask a lot of questions. But I mean, you've been scammed before on Instagram. Well, but that's totally... Well, that's... Uh, okay, well, but that's... But that's different because it's an ad. Yeah. And you trusted Instagram. Because it's, an, it's a know. commercial ad. I know, you it's, would think. But the point is, like, there's so many different I see what you're trying to say, but that's different. Yeah, I mean, of course it is. I mean, there's $204,000. So after she pulled the $14,500 out and put it into this Bitcoin ATM over the next 13 days, so it happened pretty quick, she continued depositing money into the Bitcoin ATMs, ultimately losing out on over 200 large. The scammer claimed that her phone and computer were hacked, so told her not to talk to anyone. Her bank even tried to alert her, and she believed the scammer's warnings that (gasps) even the bank was sending her incorrect information. So she said after months, she decided to reveal the scam to her son, said she's in a really dark place. I mean, obviously, but just so sad that somebody in Arizona is losing over $200,000. And then once it's into the Bitcoin ether, it's just She didn't believe the banks. I know. Mm. I know. You, You look at this, you're like, how could you possibly fall for that? But then we see it happening, like with Circa in Las Vegas, the casino where the person that was the the pit boss or the cage manager was taking hundreds of thousands of dollars out and handing it out to people. And you're like, if anyone mm-hmm. should be have their head on a swivel for a scam, it would be the person with access to millions of dollars of cash at a casino. Yeah, but that guy also dropped it off at a gas station. Multiple I mean, times, you, th- yeah. you say you, your head should be on a swivel, but I mean, like, if you're, if you're thinking, hey, yeah, you know what? Actually, let me go ahead and, and drop this off to somebody who's, like, pulling up in a beat-down 96 Camry in a gas hey, station. That Camry... Will run forever. Hey, dude, I had a Camry, and it did run forever. But, (laughs) you know, I'm just saying, if somebody's a part of the Circa Casino Large, I feel like they might be pulling up out of a different car. I don't know. I know. I don't know. Every time that we hear one of these stories, you're like, how could that possibly happen? I I mean, they keep happening. The The mind is feeble. The older I get, the more I understand it. I do. We have malleable brains, silly putty brains. Let me hold your wallet for a second. You know, I ain't no cash in there. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. The worst cover songs of the internet have landed here for your enjoyment. It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Lance is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. Lance, we got 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these, and we've got some today that aren't really very popular, like the second one has only got two views on it. But Hmm. the first one has got 15,000 views, so you're looking for the original artist and song. Let the full 30 seconds play out before you make your guess. Are you ready to go? I am ready to go. Best of luck, brother. Here we are. Kind of came around there a little bit in the middle, but it's... Oh, I knew it in the first three seconds. Did you really? Yeah, you did. It sounded fairly yeah. noisy to me in the first couple of seconds. But all right, so Lance, do you know that one? I don't. May I use a lifeline? You sure can. Do you want to tag in Mahoney? I would. That is Tears for Fears and Shout. That is correct. So, I, I loved I wouldn't hate that version if it was mixed better. 
Yeah. I mean, I know that's like a live recording that they pushed out, but I, uh, that's a banger. Still Always got 15,000 views, so pretty good. Yeah. The next one here, two views on this one. So Oof. good luck, Lance. Lifeline with Mahoney is burned. No T-Pain, but uh, worth more than two views, right? So, Chris, was that a live band or was that a is that a, a, a track that she was singing to? Uh, it's a karaoke app where people can get on and sing their own karaoke and Hello? collaborate with other people. So. Oh, excellent, yeah. excellent. Yeah, we got you, Lance. What uh, Do you know that one? Okay. I do. War Pigs, Black Sabbath. Yes, sir. Well done. Great. Well done. You're on the board of two. If you get one more correct, you are going to win. Here we go with the third one. This one has got 3,500 views, so maybe you can pull it off right here. It's from that underscore screaming underscore boy. Clever name. Just perfect. You know, I know that people say that that's talented because, like, to scream is hard. That just did not, that was bad. Like, that was bad. right? Yeah. We all agree. Like, I mean, we all like death metal, but that was bad. 3,500 views, maybe <laughs> says otherwise. I don't know. Lance, for the win, do you know it? Dance with somebody, Whitney Houston. Yes, sir. Well done. Yeah. You hated it? I just gave me the ick. Yeah. Like, I can smell that person. Like you know vomit. what I mean? I can smell that vomit. person. <laughs> you vomit have, and cigarettes. You, <laughs> have, sure. you have vomit breath, for oh. sure. You do. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. With Kizik Can's free shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. This is going to stun you guys. There is a viral trend right now on TikTok, and it goes back to one of the most basic, primitive things that mankind has ever known, and that's dudes wanting to make their junk bigger. You know, there was there was a story about this, if you recall Mahoney from not that long ago, where there was the billionaire who actually died uh-huh. trying to get his junk enlarged. You're and like, you've you're already made it. You don't, yeah. you don't need big junk. You're a billionaire. Yeah. But, I mean, as a billionaire, you probably want to buy your way into whatever it is that you want. But he actually died trying to get his junk enlarged. But in that article, it was talking about how even going back, basically going back as far as history is known, dudes have been trying to make their junk bigger. And they were talking about some of the methods that were used in ancient times where, like, dudes would take venom from different creatures and put it on their junk to basically make it swollen 
in order to make it bigger. And again, like this seems like a very dude thing where because that's not on my TikTok. It, whatever, whatever virility that is getting on that space. That is not on my side of TikTok. That is very specific to people who are searching for that in their algorithms. I, I don't know how that this is going viral. That's got to be just for guys. It's called Jelkwing, I guess. It's Never a thing it. that is going on on TikTok where... For men. For, for dudes, <laughs> okay. for sure. And, I mean, it's a lot of dudes that I think are probably... You know, like incels is where they say that there's a uh-huh. lot of dudes that are that are doing this. Uh, but the the whole idea is that if you do this sort of thing, where you basically what is this 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 it, thing it involves, that they're doing? Uh, well, I don't want to get too graphic here, but it's like a stretching technique. Oh yeah, yeah that's been around. Like they they like put weights to it or something like that. Yeah. They can, and basically the idea is you create space for scar tissue to fill in, and the, do thus not do this larger. because and, then you just got a noodle. Yeah, no, and, and girth is way more way more important. You because you sacrifice your girth for the. Leg. Not a great trade-off. The most important thing when you're having relationships with women is asking women what they like. And well, also, it well, doesn't matter what you're working a... with because guess what? what there saying. are tools, and, there, and if you are an eager <laughs> lover, you'll be fine. Just put in the work, you lazy piece of this garbage. literally, to me, whenever I hear this, I must make it bigger because that's what I think. Like, that is only self-serving. You, yes. are, a, you are a selfish, self-serving lover. Because all you want to do is be able to whip it out, and they go, wow. And all that's all you have to do is just display how incredible it is. Turns out uh, doctors are saying, hey, don't do this. Uh, uh, they're saying it puts people at risk of the Peroni's disease, which, you know, can be Perniture. very painful and also can actually make your stuff shorter uh-huh. when aroused. Wow. So it can actually have the adverse effect of exactly what you're trying not to do. So the trend has gained attention on both TikTok and, I guess, Reddit forums. And it's, you know, particularly amongst people that don't know what they're talking about, yeah. obviously. Doctors emphasize total lack of scientific basis for gel queen, so don't do if it you, you morons if you wanted to if if this existed and it worked you wouldn't have to like go into subreddits and deep dive forums to find the answer it would be on every nfl every sporting yes. game advertised nonstop be- because forever. the only thing that we've seen in our lifetime that has actually worked for dudes in this department is Viagra. Viagra. It's a little blue pill, And it's everywhere. And it's literally everywhere. You can't turn on a sporting event because it's something that actually works. Does it make it bigger? Maybe not necessarily, but you're right, Mahoney. Don't fall for what the internet's telling you. It's always a lie. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So a little behind the scenes here of the Dave Mahoney Show. Every day, you know, we we decide that we're going to try to find articles that we find interesting and we'll share them with the group. And then, you know, Chris, our executive producer, along with Megan, they, you know, organize the stories and we find, you know, that we're going to talk about certain things throughout the show. And we've had that question asked to us many times over the years, like, how do you guys decide what you're going to talk about? And it always generally leads from things that we're really interested in. Sure. Articles that maybe get fed to us or the big stories of the day. But I always find it really interesting, Mahoney, when I'm looking specifically at your stories. Because my stories are so good and so well-researched and so so well-mined. It's just very specific. I mean, we've seen the algorithm... You know, with social media, certainly, Uh where, like, you view something once, and especially if it's an ad, then you just kind of get bombarded with that sort of thing. I feel like your mentality, your train of thought is very much tailored by the content that you're consuming, but it's always very specific to things that are on brand for you. Like what? Well, uh, just today, you uh, included an article that you wanted to talk about. It's from the BBC, and the title of the article is 
why power naps might be good for our health. Audrey? I am here for this, but, Mahoney, depending on the time of power nap, the duration, I might disagree with this article. I mean, you always, at least I know I do, feel like death after waking up from a nap if it goes too long. So here's the thing. There's a sweet spot. Yeah. And you do not go through a full sleep cycle unless you sleep for 60 to 90 minutes. So for me, it's it's exactly that. If I go n- up to 90 minutes, it is harder for me to wake up from that nap and get back into it than it is for me to wake up in the morning and get going. See, and you can get twice as rested if you do it for 180 minutes like I do. <laughs> They're saying that the amount of time, and I don't know if this is true, but I've heard this you know, multiple times over the years that basically if you take a nap, it's worth double the amount that you would be getting if you were sleeping at night. So if you take an hour nap, it's essentially equivalent to having two additional hours of sleep at night. It can help your lifespan. Um, It's better, certainly, than just like over caffeinating yourself. If you have the ability to take, you know, a little power nap instead of, you know, filling your body with the stressor of more caffeine just to get through the rest of your day. I'm for power naps. They say habitual napping may help keep our brains bigger for longer and boost its overall health, according to a new study. Pro nap. Big brain Mahoney over here. I'm going to live forever. I'm going to be Highlander up in this bitch. With a big brain. This is this. I mean, but that's the problem, though, is that you don't want to live forever. I don't. But, but if I live forever, I could also sleep. I also can nap forever as well. So I feel like it could be a decent trade-off. You need to figure this out within yourself. I hear a conflict within you. <laughs> the lead author of this study said the big finding was that daytime napping is quite robustly casually linked to having a larger brain volume. So That's look at us dude, with our big our brains. brains. Big brain Huge energy over big here. Big brain energy. So many wrinkles, so much information. It is a computer within us, Mahoney. How long are you going to nap today? 180 minutes. I like that for you. All the gray matter. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz on Dave and Mahoney. Troy is joining us today for a round of the movie quote quiz. These are all really popular movies. I'm sure that you've seen them at some point. We've got some from the most recent one is 2012. We have one going back to 1985 in the movie quote quiz today. You're trying to get three out of these four. But before we get going, Troy, let me ask you just one question. Do you have a favorite genre of films? Really, I do not. I like them all. Like them all. It's good. I just had to watch Green Mile last night. Oh. Oh, man. I'm what tired, a good boss. Mm, so tired. I'm tired. Okay, the uh, the first one here takes us back to 1990. Again, you know, this clip is only about 20 seconds long. Let's see if you can get the movie. Take your pick, Billy Boy. Except for the one on the end. That's already taken. Sorry. I'm not afraid of you. Is that enough, Troy? Do you know that movie? I do not. I'm going to need a lifeline on that one. Looking at Audrey, she's shaking her head no. Mahoney, maybe? <laughs> I don't know it right off the top of my... If I have a guess, but I don't know it right off... I, I, is that it? 
That is it. Is it? Are you found. serious? Yes. Yep. Oh, I've never I've, seen the original. Wow. Yeah. With Tim Curry. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Wow. Tim Curry, John Ritter, uh, Seth Green was in that. I mean, really? in- interesting. Like to, baby Seth Green. Yeah, like, to go little, back and look little, at the little. cast list here. You're He's like, already baby. So he's baby, baby junior. Yeah. Okay, so Mahoney as a lifeline is burnt, but got you the point there, Troy. So well done, Mahoney. Here we go on number two. Mike this uh, this takes us back to 2012. Go ahead. It's four declamatory sentences followed by a question for a total of 57 words. Okay, uh, it's, look, it obviously starts with you have the right to remain silent. I know you've heard this before. And, and then, um, it, it, I think it sounds something like, uh, well, the thing, the, uh, you, oh, right, you have the right to remain an attorney. Did you say that you have the right to be an attorney? You do have the right to be an attorney if you want to. Okay, got okay. it. Thank you for the, the third the voice very there. there. All right, so Audrey might be able to help out if necessary. Troy, do you know that one? Uh, that one's drawn. I, I, the only thing I could think of is maybe Rainmaker, but, uh... Tap I, me in. I, tap uh, me in. Tap me in for the ropes. Ta- okay, I'll tap you in. Tap you in. Is that 21 Jump Street? It is. Yeah, that was Jonah Hill there at the end. Thank Channing you for Tatum that. was kind of working his way through it. Uh, Rob Nick Riggle. Offerman. Yeah. Hard to believe it's been 12 years since that one came out. That was Nick Offerman's voice? I thought that was Nick Offerman. I don't know. Sounded like him. It did. There's Rob Riggle's in that as well. Either way, Lifeline's now totally burnt. So, Troy, you got to do something here on your own. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, These are some tough ones this morning. They are. Here we go on number three. You can win it right here if you get this one right. This one's from 1985. Diving into his fifth pie, Lord S began to imagine that he wasn't eating pies. He pretended he was eating cow flops and rat guts and blueberry sauce. Lord Slowly, a sound started to build in Lord S's stomach. A strange and scary sound, like a log truck coming at you at a hundred miles an hour. Boy, I don't know if such I would a good. That. Oh, you wouldn't have gotten it. I don't know. Oh, I've seen that movie a thousand times. Have you? Okay. Yeah. Two of the uh, two of the four boys in this film just reunited for a concert not that long ago. Mm. Really? A little hint there. All right, Troy for the win. Do you know it? Stand by me. Yes, sir. Oh, what a great movie. Corey Feldman and Jerry O'Connell recently did a duet in Hollywood. I forget that well, Jerry I'm glad O'Connell. I can help you guys out on this one. Yeah, thanks so much, Troy. <laughs> uh, I, I always forget that Jerry O'Connell has been around as long as he has. Yeah, you know, he was the fat kid in Stand By Me, yeah, and now yeah. he's a tall Adonis and quite the uh, the drink of water. You have a thing for Jerry O'Connell? He's married to Rebecca Romaine. Yeah. He's doing just fine. Doing fine. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Audrey, maybe you can talk me off a ledge here. You tend to be a good voice of reason when it comes to this sort of thing. Maybe not. Maybe I'm justified. So, my mother-in-law, who is staying with us right now, mm-hmm. and I, f- I feel like I'm just a broken record because every day there's something new. Well, and she's there every like, day. She is there so every there day. So, there is going to be something new. But she finds new things to do every day, which is amazing. Well, that's uh, I like that she's expanding her horizons. She is expanding the areas in the house where she likes to hang out. And that's where I have encountered a new problem. Okay. So, the house, I've learned... I think most guys could probably relate to this. Does not belong to me. You know, there's no area in the house that is truly my space. Well, because no, but that's not true. You have an office. Except for the office. That's okay. exactly right. And well, so but that's so funny because I, I'm sitting here like validating your wife. You're like, wait, hold on, hold on. 
You nope. have your office. That's exactly right. So I have the office. <laughs> you have your and, space. And the office does have a lock on the door that you have to open with a key specifically because I've got a bunch of young kids, them going in there and messing and with audio equipment, audio equipment and computer and, equipment, and just files, like bills and yeah. stuff. You know, like none of that's good. I learned my lesson when my son decided that he was going to take a check that I'd gotten along with a bunch of lottery tickets and put them into the paper shredder. Mm. So that was super cool. You know, having to like call he up a company. He is such a menace. That he is Dennis like, the Menace reincarnated. Hey, can you cancel that other check and then uh, issue a new one because my son <laughs> shredded it. Oh, man. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. But so, I mean, shredders are fun, though. Shredders are, are fun. Shredders are a lot of fun. I, I understand at his age why you'd want sure. to put things into the shredder. But anyway, so the office is locked and that's like my one space. And slowly, my wife has been... She's like the Vladimir Putin of our house. Like, she's trying to overtake my office now. So she's decided that, you know, the things that are on the walls, like what I would choose to put up there, uh, which, of course, is all of the awards from our many accomplishments, Mahoney, they're not cute enough. And so she, you know, she's got a really, and I'm not being facetious here, has a really good design eye and stuff like that. She yeah, no, really she's good, great. But, you know, her deciding how what how the office looks, I feel like that's kind of a slippery slope because now it's no longer my space, you know, she's kind of, she's trying to take over. Still my office, still locked door, all of that stuff. Last two days, my mother-in-law has had some meetings and she works remotely. She like does insurance stuff. And she has decided that she was going to do those meetings in my office. So let me run this down. Okay. (laughs) So what you're telling me is your mother-in-law brings her dog yeah. This dog poops everywhere. Poops everywhere, bites the kids. Terrible dog. You have a couch. I have a couch. She sits in your spot on the couch that you have told her is your spot, and she continues to sit in that Not spot. Not every time, which makes it even more weird. But oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, it's just sometimes. I'm like, did you just forget? Well, I'm a I'm a flop on the couch, depending I'm, on what I'm my mood is. the same spot on the couch all of the time. Every time, every 100% time. of the time. Yes. Maybe that's a dude thing. Okay, so, but yeah. whatever. You've yeah. got a spot. You told her the spot, and yeah. she chooses to sit in it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes not. Yeah. Still feels like infiltrating territory there. Yeah. And then she takes the one place that you have. The one. The one sacred place you have. 10 by 10 room. And has come into there. You have to set boundaries, Dave. What do I do? Have a, uh, do you know how, you have to have a conversation. You have to verbally tell her. Don't go in my office. Or have the conversation of things that are bothering you. Yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> like, How long was she in the office for? Let me ask you that. Uh, so, I mean, it wasn't in a, it was not like when I was at home and I was waiting for her to get out of the office. It's right. while we were here doing the, the show. Mm-hmm. But I'd say about an hour and a half. But I mean, if you weren't home, it's still. It's principle. And here's the thing that got me. Mm-hmm. She left her flip-flops in there. I got home <laughs> and her flip-flops were there under my desk. And I don't know why that made me so mad, but it did. Because it's your space. I know. I, listen, man, I'm telling you, what's up with that? Why would you, have you really not wanting to like start confrontation? Is it, is it, are you nervous? Because you there's have your no wife real upside here. Like if I confront her about no, this. The upside is that she she's understands. She's not going to stop doing it. I don't think she will, man. You don't know Shelly. So you can have your wife say something. I don't think my wife would Again, like even if my wife said something to her, I don't think that she would change it. You need a separate office. That is his office. Outside his- the house. It's locked. <laughs> you, you, you think I yeah. need a separate? 
So our office, house, maybe. Our house here. <laughs> so you just get our divorced. House, our office here <laughs> is just really a bourbon room. Yeah. You need to have an office with a desk. Yeah, where I can do work. Yeah. And other things. That's a very special space. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. New message. Call the Dave and Mahoney Show voicemail. 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669. Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, blah, 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 blah. Shut up. Message deleted. What a stupid take that is. It's literally the thing that everyone is talking about. And you're like, I don't even want to hear about it. You know what? Tough. He's in the Super Bowl. You know what? She's going to be at the Super Bowl. They're going to show her a billion times whether you like it or not, bud. How dare you talk about the two most popular people in their perspective industries right now? <laughs> Dude just broke Jerry Rice's postseason reception record. If this was some schlub on the team that nobody cared about other than the fact that they were dating Taylor Swift, but this dude is playing at peak level for his position. Yep. He arguably won the last two games for them. Mm -hmm. How do you not talk about it? And he has the probably most famous woman in the world by his side at this moment. She's a billionaire. I like that he's 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 the eye candy in that relationship. Yeah. He is dumber than a box of rocks but can play his ass off in and some is, football. And is tall and handsome as hell. I mean, he He's got to get the good good. Like, I mean, whenever I think about Taylor Swift and how intelligent she is and how marketable <laughs> she is, like, I just am like, Audrey's Travis, like, Travis is Kelsey just is wheeling just it, dealing it. Yeah. He's, he's got to be. He's 6'4", uh -huh. like 230. Hammer. Absolute hammer. Yeah, he's, he's bringing good it. Good for him. I mean, good she's, for Travis. She's dated some, like, pretty, like, flimsy Heroin little. Heroin addicts. Right, and then it's like, or Travis Kelsey. Yeah, like, I go get from it. dating a bunch of, like, British uh, emo musicians to like dating, a, you know, a, the best tight end currently in the NFL. A little, little bit of a swing there. And I like Travis Kelsey, or at least he's the so relationship likable. that he's got yes. with his brother, you know, like seeing their podcast explode and just how popular they've gotten. But just the, they, they feel like they're genuine, real people. I feel like people who call in and do not like talking about massive pop culture news, things that uh, you turn on your TV, you open up your app, anything that you do, you're going to be hearing about the Kelseys and, you know, Taylor Swift. So why I want to know what you actually talk about with yeah. anyone. <laughs> it's why are we talking about it's politics? politics. <laughs> it's politics yeah. and religion. You okay. love that. Yes. <laughs> I bet you're bet kick, awesome at parties. Kick rocks. Please leave a message after the tone. I heard you talking about the mother-in-law's dog. I wanted to share a story about my mother-in-law that had a problematic cat that I had the responsibility of checking on when she was on vacation. One time when I went to go feed it, I couldn't find the cat and we assumed it escaped. So me and my wife spent two days posting flyers and searching the neighborhood. So we head back to see if it showed up and we started hearing meowing come from the ceiling. It turned out the cat had crawled into an open vent and got stuck. So I paid an HVAC to come help get it out. And my mother-in-law never even said thank you or reimbursed me for the cost. Message deleted. Mm -mm -mm. <sighs> Dave. Yeah. Not cool. You've got to say something. I'm... I that's all I'm saying. That's do the last time I'm going to say it. Do you think that I should ask her to not bring the dog next time? I think you need to set boundaries. And if that's the one that you think you need for yourself, for your sanity, because she does stay there for a very long time, then if that's what you want, you got to say it. Yeah. I mean, but she can't board the dog for like three weeks. 
Sure you well, can. then that would have to mean that you know she stays. how much stays money that would cost? For, or you could. She stays for less amount of time. And follow me here. You could uh, put it down. It's <laughs> a puppy. <laughs> yeah. It's a real stupid <laughs> dog. Create it. Cage it. Yeah. It, bit, it bit your son, man. It did. I mean, we've got a long list, a long dirty laundry list of, of reasons for, yeah, maybe she leaves it behind. Whatever you got to do. You're not going to do this. You're not doing There are some nice farms, and I'm just saying, mm-hmm. just release them. I love how you you use this moment as therapy. I do. Um, and then it's like you take no therapy notes back home with no, you. No, no. I, I just go home and stew, just mad at this little rat dog. Ah. Please leave a message after the tone. Okay, so I just noticed something. If the Tapatio guy and the Tallulah chick hooked up and had a baby, it would be the most delicious hot sauce baby in the world. Message deleted. Cholula is perfect on its own. It doesn't need any Tapatio in it. No, but they're saying that they would, because the woman on the bottle and the man on the bottle, if they had a baby, then it would be a delicious baby. Maybe. Sometimes you see good-looking people. And they some ugly, ugly, ugly ass babies. Mm-hmm. Isn't that such a bummer? That is a bummer. You're like, I had such high hopes for you. Like, two good-looking people like you get together and you just gave birth to that little troll. Mm-hmm. Well, usually uh. the good-looking people these days all have surgeries. So, like, it's it, like, comes out in their original form. <laughs> yeah. You got to wait until you're at least seven to get Botox. At least. <laughs> Call our voicemail and say anything you want. Anything? Well, uh, almost anything. Call 833-YO-DUMMY to be a part of the Dave and Mahoney Show. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. We've talked a lot about how travel and specifically air travel has gotten really, really out of control with people melting down. And I don't know if it's that there's more people melting down or it's just the way that stuff travels now, right? With information being all over the place when people have a meltdown on the plane. I mean, in the past year, there was that one girl who was the marketing executive that was talking about seeing the alien at the back of the plane. There was the Instagram model who was calling everyone broke as she was also walking out of coach and telling everyone. Don't hate on the lizard lady. The lizard lady, yeah. Yeah. She was special, Dave. Are you talking about attractive? Yeah. 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 You might be a little crazy, but like you are. I mean, that's the right (laughs) amount of crazy. Yeah. I think See, the, the Instagram model freaking out, not cool. Yeah. Because she was just being an a-hole. The other lady having a little bit of a panic attack and maybe been on some drugs. I'm okay with that. This is taking it, I'd say, way too far. A uh, 60-year-old woman uh, stripped totally naked on a Frontier Airlines flight from Orlando to Philadelphia, uh, now facing federal charges. And I think we probably need more of this. Uh, the charges include interference with flight crew and uh, simple assault and indecent exposure. She had a couple of cocktails before uh, pulling down her pants and squatting on the floor between rows of passengers. The incident, which, of course, was captured on video because, I mean, if I'm there, I'm filming that. Uh, led you put to it in cinematic mode? What's that? You, do you put it in cinematic mode? Yeah, absolutely. Like, maybe even slow-mo a few scenes. 240? Yeah, 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 for sure. Oh, I don't want to see that in slow-mo. FBI investigation, filing of charges if convicted, faces a maximum sentence of 21 years and three months in prison along with other penalties. Of course, she's not going to go to jail for 20 years, but I think you got to get the feds involved to some degree, right? Like, if you're melting down on an airplane to the point where you're getting totally naked and squatting in the aisle when there's, you know, kids around and stuff. I don't know if 21 years in prison is is, is the right thing, but... Uh, a 10-year ban on but flying. But you should be a hundred... No, forever ban on flying. I mean, it said that she only had two cocktails, though. I mean... People went nuts cheap- after COVID. Is that what it is? Because you were saying something a moment ago, Dave, where uh, you 
You thought that maybe it was just because we had so much information to wield with our cameras that we it's just like spreading yeah. like wildfire. We've had we have had cameras and and social media for a very very long time. I think yeah. the psyche of everybody being locked indoors for as long as we were, I literally think people just broke. Our you, brains broke. You think that they, there's still some craziness going on as a residual effect? Because, yeah, it seems like since COVID, once people got reintroduced into the wild, it's like they, they forgot how, how to act. act in a society in the you Four know, years year later, we got a chick sitting here flapping her flip-flops everywhere. <laughs> flip-flops <laughs> being her, yeah. I was going to yeah. say her boobs. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you're looking for love, hey baby, you want then all the wrong places. You want to see what a mistake looks like? It's the missed connection inspection on Dave and Mahoney. Everyone's looking for love in their own special way, Mahoney, and sometimes that leads people to the internet. Maybe they had a brief encounter with somebody out in public. They didn't shoot their shot in the moment, or they just want more. That's what the misconnection inspection is all about. Dave, many years ago, we took an oath, a solemn oath, where we're in our rich friend's dad's. Woodfield basement. Woodfield. 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 Dude, what, is he like a lumberjack? Every wood time panel. that you try to say this, you say it differently, and now it's just a Woodfield basement. And we basement. put our hands on a stack of Playboys, penthouses, and hustlers, and we pledge to help these freaks fly their flags as high as they can. Okay, all right. Here we go with the first one. This is a uh, man for a woman. It's entitled Silver Car, You Looked and Motioned. I was in the silver F-150. When I looked, you motioned like you were asking for a smoke. I barely saw and didn't get it at first and looked down. And when I looked up, you seemed bummed and drove off. And you did it slowly, so I followed you. We played cat and mouse, and you looked at me like, game on. And then I lost you, but kept seeing you drive around. We went back and forth. I waited for a long while, then left. I really like your personality. It was funny. I wanted to meet you. I know you're type, my type of person. I'd love to take you out and just hang out and talk. You're very intriguing, LOL. So this guy just fully admitted to stalking. I mean, this yeah. Feels I mean, like was she stalker. was a cat and mouse, and you just like misinterpreted? Or was she trying to flee away from you? Yeah. She's trying to. When you say I lost you, that doesn't sound like she wanted you following her around. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It just seems kind of. And icky. also, bro, have higher standards. If she doesn't have a, if she's in her own car and doesn't have cigarettes, and she's trying to bump a cigarette off of you, she ain't the one. Yeah, not going immediately to the gas station to pick up a pack. That's on her. This uh, next one is a woman for a man. It's entitled, You Gave Me a Ride Home. I was sitting on a sidewalk, out of options, alone. You gave me a ride home. I've been searching for you to say thank you. This was half a year ago, but I want you to know. Gross. I mean, what do you mean? He's a very chivalrous gentleman. He gave her a ride home. Nope, gross. And if you were that uh, that grateful, uh, why not a little old-fashioned on the the ride home, right? Mahoney, you just went from being a woman warrior to immediately being like, hand no, she. <laughs> Thank you. Give me hand. Oh, this is a woman who is seeking Being the man. <laughs> this is a woman who's looking for a man. If she was oh, really okay. that grateful, if it's a man for a woman, different story. 
but this is a woman who is saying that she wants to reconnect with this man, mm-hmm. and she regrets not making a move. I recant. This next one is also a woman for a man. It's entitled Produce Stalker. Gross. You were rocking out to Bad Habit by The Offspring while you stocked the produce at Fry's. You were singing along, and the music was blasting. I passed by and almost broke out in song, too, but I didn't want to embarrass you. It was the bright spot in my day. Keep rocking on, and thanks. Isn't it so funny that Offspring is now playing in grocery stores? That's exactly my yeah. whole takeaway from this. I'm, I'm like, what? The Offspring is now an elevator slash grocery store mm-hmm. slash Bed Bath & Beyond Easily band. digestible music. Right. <laughs> what? The last one is Amazon Delivery. This is a man for a woman. To the very beautiful lady who opened the door as I was delivering your package in a very sheer nighty. you looked amazing and made my morning. I can't stop thinking about how great you looked. Emoji with the heart eyes. I mean, if somebody answers the door for an Amazon delivery in a sheer nighty, they're tr- they're putting out a vibe. They, you are one hundred percent trying to recreate your porn fantasies. Let me ask no you this. Question. Let me ask you this: When it comes to deliveries, Audrey? Yes. When you get food delivered, yes. Do you look out your people until they leave before I you go get your stuff? Peep out my people. I'm like, I won't even go get my food until the car leaves. I'm like, there's been times where I'm like, hey, stop texting. And just get out of here. Go get, go get. I don't want you to see me getting my food. I will literally. Being a piece of crap. I'll say set alarm for 10 minutes. I'll tell Alexa. So then that way I know in 10 <laughs> minutes to go and pick up whatever's at my door. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. They may not have money to feed their family, but they have enough for a pack of Paul Malls and a Powerball ticket. It's the Redneck Report on Dave and Mahoney. So we don't have a lot of these, but we have a potential candidate for Coach of the Year Mahoney to kick off today's Redneck Report. There's this gentleman who is from Florida. He was sentenced to two and a half years in prison for wire fraud. Uh, He was running a sports camp in the Boston area for college. It did not have the necessary permits to do so. Collected funds from over 300 families across the U.S. and defrauded a financing company. Was using the money on plastic surgery, vacations, and gambling. Mm, He was found uh, guilty of two counts of wire fraud, sentenced to two years of supervised release, and ordered to pay $575,000 as restitution and forfeit four hundred and forty-three dollars I'm always amazed by the guys who embezzle and steal and then use it to get plastic surgery, right? I understand the gambling. Yeah. I can wrap my head. I can rationalize that. But the plastic surgery? Mm-hmm. Bro, did you spend $200,000 on calf implants? Mm-hmm. Because good choice. Everything else, total waste of money, though. Uh, weed smuggling on a cruise ship seems like it'd be pretty tough. Mahoney, you're the big uh, sea-based vacation guy. I, I've been it on 11 cru- Disney cruises, yes. Like, they're pretty strict with what you can bring onto the boat and what you can take off of the boat. They do, yes. So, the idea that a couple of passengers thought that they were going to get on a cruise from Miami to the UK and have 100 bags of marijuana in their luggage, boy, it just doesn't seem like a great idea. Spoiler, it wasn't. They found the 150 pounds of marijuana. It was seized. 56 different vacuum-sealed bags in their luggage as they were getting onto a cruise, and then they were shocked when they found it. Yeah, I mean, they literally run your bags through, like, x-ray machines. Same thing you would do when you're going into the airport. I will say they do not check the contents of all the water bottles. Are you saying that you have smugged alcohol onto a cruise ship before? But I know people who have resealed water bottles with vodka in it, so they don't have to pay uh, for some of their drinks. What are we twenty one? Right at this point, I think I'll just pay for the vodka. Pay for the vodka. Well, but also, guys, 
depending on how hard you want to go, there are cruises that will cut you off after a certain amount of drinks. And Probably because you deserve to be cut off. You don't go on those cruises. You have a policy where you cut people off or you're not allowed to buy a certain number of drinks. The all-you-can-drink packages, like, you get cut off. It's like at 15, and that includes sodas, doesn't yep, it? Yeah. it does. Here, I am thinking I've got a day of fun ahead of me just slamming seven sprites at the pool first thing in the morning. <laughs> Wasted half my drinks. That's on you. You don't know. If you are wasting seven drinks, seven sprites, seven, seven sprites. sprites. Yeah, yeah. an upset yeah. tummy. Yeah. I Maybe, mean, like, on day two because you went too hard on day one. <laughs> Uh, and finally, Audrey, we, we always thought that you were the uh, the most offensive litter bug on the show. This guy, obviously. I just spit gum out the window. That's all I do. That's disgusting. Okay, whatever. Uh, I beg to dif- differ. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, do not dis- I do not agree. This guy, a little worse. Uh, he's 49 years old. His name is Michael John Grimes. Uh, he picked up a felony violation for violating Florida's litter law when he uh, littered his whole sailboat on the beach. What is he... Captain Jack Sparrow? I mean, this story is wild. So this guy ordered an Uber after washing ashore in his sailboat. The sailboat is trashed for whatever reason. He just like, well, I'm out of here. He he scuttled his sailboat on this beach. (laughs) Yes. I mean, but in a place where he probably wasn't playing. I mean, I'm not shocked that he ordered an Uber. Like, what would you do? I mean, that's probably what I would do. You got an Uber and left, though? Yeah. Like, your whole sailboat's just there, and you're like, see you later. What else do you do? Well, Somebody know. else's problem now. <laughs> Apparently Driving not. Driving through Taco Bell. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. I got a message for you. Leave a message for the Dave and Mahoney Show anytime by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669. Did you get that? Please leave a message after the tone. A corn dog is just a meat twinkie. Message deleted. A meat twinkie. I love a corn dog. I don't care what anybody says. Anytime I'm at a fair or I'm at Disneyland or wherever it may be that they've got corn dogs on draw, I am in line. See, I, I would love to agree with you because I also love a corn dog, but I don't love mobile corn dogs. It makes it so difficult to get the proper ratio of ketchup and mustard on it because you're carrying it around. It's all messy. I don't put, about? I, don't I like. I eat my corn dogs raw. I thought you knew this about me, Audrey, that I like stationary corn dogs. So well, here's the thing. Corn dogs are meant to be mobile. For you to be the most efficient human being I have ever met who literally does everything on a time, like time ordered, an orderly fashion, right. for you to be able to Out have, control. you eat eggs, the most immobile food mobily. How do you not take a corn dog that is literally food on a stick and say that that's a stationary food? Because I can't properly prepare for it. If I was taking the corn dog from the house, I would have some sort of vessel to carry my ketchup and mustard around and that would be perfect for that sort of thing. But you I'm don't at decide a, it? I'm you don't a, just like side squiggles? A what are corn, you talking about? A good about? corn dog does not need any ketchup or mustard. Every corn dog very specifically Dude, it's needs a pancake, mustard. It's a hot dog wrapped in a pancake. I would actually prefer maple syrup as opposed to ketchup or mustard it's not even, on my corn dog. It's not even really a corn dog. All it is is basically a spoon for me to feed myself egregious amounts of mustard. That's gross. Cover me. So you just want a vessel for mustard? A mustard vessel, okay. which would be a hell of a cover band name. Please leave a message after the tone. Did you guys know this fun fact? It's about Brad Paisley. My wife had to point this out because my wife and I used to watch Two and a Half Men when it was going on. And and towards the end, a very beautiful lady became part of the show out of nowhere. And coincidentally enough, it was Brad Paisley's wife. 
Message deleted. So, uh, How in the a- hell would we know that random Brad Paisley fact? That's our friend Edge. He's always calling. Are, are you high? I was just thinking <laughs> that same thing. Like, how high are you when you call in? Because what? <laughs> First of all, do you know what genre of music we are not, playing on at the show? Like, we, we don't Brad like Paisley. bro country. Not Brad Paisley's wife playing a what? bit role on Two and a Half Men. Where? What, what? are you talking about? Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, yo, Madummy. Uh, we've had good weed prior to 2010. Pick up a copy of uh, High Times from 1995. You just had a bad dealer. So, so I made the statement that I didn't start getting really good weed until about like 2008 to 2010. I lived in Missouri, man. I was poor as hell. Like, of course, you didn't have a good weed dealer. Yeah. If you were a surgeon in Manhattan, yeah, you probably got a pretty good weed dealer. Not Mahoney's broke ass from Northtown in St. Louis. I <laughs> yeah. had to smoke out my weed dealer and also sometimes bring him pizza. And his name was always Chaz or something like that. Like, what do you mean I got to hang out with Travis and smoke him out? And it's because all he brought me weeds and seeds and, and just start brown and gross. Yeah. See, but I also had to have them roll it for me because I never knew how. I, you know what? To this day, still can't roll a joint. But you don't have to anymore. They sell it all pre-rolled. I know, pre-rolled. <laughs> See, but it's not as fun for me anymore. I don't I don't smoke and I haven't smoked since college, really. Because it's not illegal anymore? Because it's not illegal. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if that says something about me you're, as a person. But toxic. it's just toxic. You I are did. so toxic. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So a lot of people are struggling to pay their bills. I mean, I don't know how many times we've talked on this show about, you know, how the study after study after study is showing that more people are living at home until later in life. There's a lot of people that have moved back in with family. You know, the multi-generational living has become far more common. Well, it's interesting because you look at some of the other cultures around the world and we as Americans are one of the very few that it's like all reliant upon individualism. Like you don't see that blended household as a uh, a, a super common thing like you do in other cultures. Right. But, you know, with as somebody who's been shopping for houses lately uh, and building a new house, you would you, you're shocked at how many of these new builds are offering multi-generational suites inside of them. Well, as somebody that currently has his mother-in-law staying with him, uh, and she has been with us for, I want to say, about a week and a half now, and we got another, like, week and a half that she's going to be here for sure. Um, I I celebrate America being all about individualism. See, but you know what's (laughs) crazy, though, is that that was fed to us as the American dream, where literally, like Mahoney said... Which I don't know. Did you? I don't know if you and I watched the same video or something because I saw something where they were talking about culturally, America is quite literally one of the only cultures in the entire world yep. where we are fed individualism as a, a sign of success. Yeah. As the American dream. Well, this family that uh, that was doing an article and uh, they they decided to write a piece on her. Her name is Jennifer Martin, and she has the answer. If you are struggling to pay your bills, but you still want that sense of individualism, you don't want to have to move back in with the parents, you know, as a married couple. Uh, she's saying that she has the answer, and that's to just invite uh, another person to join your relationship, and that oh, so, makes oh polyamory yeah, or whatever. She, she is polyamorous, so she's okay. got her husband Daniel that she's married to, and then she also has her boyfriend. 
Ty, who has moved in, and now they're all buying a house together, which doesn't seem like that's going to lead to anything bad at all. They're like, just get a roommate, but what whatever. What could possibly go wrong? If they're poly, they're poly, I, I guess. I guess they opened their marriage about a decade ago in 2013, started oh, dating other people, and new. then when Jennifer met Ty five years later in 2018, the three of them became very close-knit. So despite the financial struggles, they decided to rent a house together. Uh, Jennifer, who went freelance, earns about... $25,000 a year. Daniel pulls in $55,000 a year as a teacher. And Ty, not only is he the boyfriend, he's the big earner around there, $75,000 as a process manager. So he's basically doubling the income that they had together. Uh, and they, they you know, share expenses like rent and also utilities. Do you so have three Ty people sleeping utility. in a bed? I don't, you know, I don't know. In don't a know. situation like that? I mean, I feel like that's not. There's no bed big enough. The king size bed's not big enough for three people. It's not. You're not right. for adults. Not, not for three adults. Probably goes to from bed to bed. You think so? For sure. Wow. Yeah. This. Uh. I don't know how long it's going to last. I mean, I guess they've been doing this for, for a, a decade. decade now, and now they're buying a house together. How does that work? I mean, can you buy a house? Can you? Like, I mean, if, if you, you go to a bank and get a loan, can you be like, "But I'm in a throuple." I think you can get work? a loan. I mean, you know, with marriage, the way that that works, like you can have your your, your sure. spouse on your loan, right? But like, I imagine that's got to be confusing for like the lender if you're like, "No, they're qualified." Maybe for it's this a loan. Bu- maybe it's you get like a business loan or something, and maybe. you know, because you can have multiple Cause people because they're that. all up in your business. Yeah, yeah. I maybe. would assume he probably has the loan taken out, and it's his house, and they pay him rent. Maybe you're right. I don't know. It seems complicated. That's a wrap. Well, it's about time. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. At Dave and Mahoney. They're everywhere. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Listen anytime and on demand at Dave and Mahoney.